0: Hey, this is Kate from Ignorance was Bliss and you are listening to So Wizard. Very fast
1: and very dangerous. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, You are listening to So Wizard. You are thinking you the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under
2: 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 233 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts this week are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
0: Everybody in the club getting tipsy.
1: <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans.
2: Hey, Spider Man's pretty cool. What's up, Dickwad?
1: <laughs> you are listening to So Wizard Podcast Three Friends Discuss the World of Nerd Podcasting Weekly. This week, we're going to talk some nerdy news, and then we've got a full reaction and review of the newest movie from M. Night Shyamalan in the unbreakable universe, Glass. Before we get into that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis, what's going on? How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good, man. It's it's cold as hell right now as uh, as we're recording. (laughs) I want to say it's like three degrees outside. It's fucking cold. Uh, but, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm trying to keep warm. I'm getting ready for the uh, Academy Award nominations that will be out by the time you hear this episode. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm getting ready to start watching a whole bunch more movies to uh,
1: get ready for it. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. How about you, Aubrey? What's going on?
0: Um, It is 21 degrees here. So oh, oh is, my God. It is even cold here.
2: You got your shorts on? What's up?
0: It is, I know, right? <laughs> so, I, you know... It being from Massachusetts it's a little bit less cold for me yeah because I know I'm used to three degrees um, but other than that I mean it's pretty good nothing to really uh, write home about
1: okay yeah, it's good it's good to have a nice quiet week once in a while
0: yeah yeah I mean then there's things happened but you know it's it's whatever
1: excellent uh, I'm freezing cold yeah yeah <laughs> It was minus six when I left work this morning, and then uh, we had a snowstorm over the weekend uh, up here in the beautiful New England area, and my car was outside, so we got buried.
2: <laughs> it's the worst.
1: I was too lazy to snowblow it out and dig it out yesterday because my wife was off of work Saturday, Sunday, Monday because of the holiday, so I could use her car.
2: Nice, nice. So wait, so did yours get like completely frozen while it was under the pile of snow? Oh, like
1: completely buried under a giant pile of snow. Jeez. So I, uh, I worked overnight uh, Saturday into Sunday when it was snowing, like in the actual like bad snow yeah. that was going on. Um, I drove home in in like hellish conditions. I was like walking out of work and someone was like, your taunton will freeze before you reach the first marker. i like, I'll see you in hell. Um, and I drove home in that. Uh, of course, when I get home, the bottom of the driveway has already been completely plowed in, so I had to park in the street and you know, jump out of the car and snow blow the whole driveway and the sidewalk. And At that point, I didn't feel like digging out my car, so I uh, went inside and went to sleep for an hour and a half, and I got up and went to my second job. And then I came home and I watched uh, the Patriots game and I went to work <laughs> I came home this morning, I slept because it was it was cold out, so I was like, I'll wait till the sun's out in the middle of the day and it'll be a little warmer out. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so that, it was that, that one didn't. one degrees when I went outside. <laughs> <laughs> and almost two and a half hours later, my car's out and it's all set. So I couldn't feel my face when I came inside. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I turned my, my car over this morning. <laughs> just to start it up my car was like nah dude nah i think i just want to stay at home and i'm like no we have (laughs) to go to work let's go
1: not using that pto today mark
2: nope nope i'm saving that for uh something good
1: yeah that's how i always feel about using paid time off i'm like i'm sick i'll go to work (laughs) (laughs) i'm not wasting it on crap i want it for good things but sweet so uh all that being said you know, why don't you tell the listeners out there? It could be their first time listening where they can find more So Wizard podcasts.
2: Sure. All right. So everybody can go to sowizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, You'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, You'll find some Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. You'll find our merchandise there so you can look good uh, while you're representing the show. Purchase some of our T-shirts. You can uh, support our show by doing your shopping through Amazon through a link that we keep right on the website. Go to soulwizardpodcast.com. You click on that big A, do your Amazon shopping. You get your products, and that way you get to help out our little show. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Instagram, so get at us there. Uh, You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and give us a five-star review while you're over there. Uh, You can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean. We're on Google Play Music. And you can also stream us through Spotify. Another great way to support our show is through our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash podcast. You can support the show uh, with a a little bit of money, just a couple of bucks here and there. And uh, that way you will get some bonus content from Wizard. And uh, let's see. I think that's pretty much it. Shout out to all of our podcasting buddies, uh, fans of Patrol, Code 45, uh, Open All Powers. <laughs> it was MIA. Uh, superhero Speak, uh, Home Video Hustle, all of those people. Um, and that's it. Back to you, Joey. <laughs>
1: At losers. <laughs> All right, awesome. Uh great. So we got some news to talk about. We got some trailers that dropped this week. Let's let's hit it. Let's hit it hard. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Markellis. What do we got? What has dropped this week in the world of nerdy news? All
2: right, so uh, there actually wasn't a lot of news this week. There were some trailers that we're going to get to, but uh, let's talk about a couple of uh, upcoming reboot slash sequels, which is uh, it seems to be the, the hot thing these days. In going down the uh, long list of Disney animated movies that are going to be turned into live-action movies, they have just recently announced that we are getting a Hunchback of Notre Dame live-action movie, which is funny because the cartoon was based on a... Classic 1930s Hunchback and Notre Dame movie. Uh, but they're gonna. Everything is gonna get made into a live action movie. We might as well just get used to it. I'm a huge fan of Hunchback. It's actually one of my favorite of all the Disney animated ones. Just wanted to know what you guys thought about there being a live action version of this. Let's start with Aubrey.
0: I feel like it's gonna be terrifying.
2: Really? Because of the Hunchback? Yes.
0: You know, I, I just feel like a live action Hunchback is going. like a live hunchback. <laughs> and then the thing with the gargoyles too, like the gargoyles come to life. I just feel like it has to be tastefully done. Cause obviously hunchback people exist in the world. Right. Um, but I do fear that it's going to be
2: terrifying. Well, I know if they made beauty and a beast work, I think they, anything is possible at this point.
0: That's true. Could be worse.
2: Joy. Right, how about you, dude? What do you think about, uh, Hunchback coming as a a live-action movie. Sanctuary!
1: (laughs) I've never seen the Disney cartoon, so... Oh. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, that's all right. That's totally understandable. When did
2: that even come out? Oh, Jesus. That must have been 98?
0: I think it was earlier than that, because I had... Hunchback of Notre Dame boots when I was like in <laughs> kindergarten or first grade, so I what? think.
1: Now I'm really scared to look up the date. That can...
0: <laughs> Let's see. It was 96.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, I, I was not going to see this in 1996. So, um, yeah, I, I never saw the uh, Disney movie. So I'm all good. I'm good. You know, is there any hot chicks going to be in it? Like,
2: I, ironically, like other than Princess Jasmine, the hottest Disney cartoon is in that movie. <laughs> the girl, all right. Esmeralda, she's smoking. If anything else, if anything else, I don't, I mean, the, the music is good and the story is good and the, the whole landscape of the movie is pretty epic. If anything else, I just want to see who they cast as Esmeralda because that cartoon
1: is hot. Oh well, just, you, had, you had my curiosity, but now you have my <laughs> attention, Mark. <Yeah. laughs> well, that begs the question: since you've seen the movie, Mark, who do you want them to cast as Esmeralda?
2: Uh, that's tough. That's really tough. I mean, Rashida Jones is too short. She would be yeah. like. She would be like ideal. Probably uh,
1: too old too.
2: They yeah. could
0: play it off though, if she really wanted to do it. They could figure it out.
2: I know. It has to be someone that's kinda like Wonder Woman, like a, a more Greek Wonder Woman, just tall and statuesque, olive skin. uh Esmeral- Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm back. I'm back.
0: <laughs> Um Penelope Cruz.
2: Nah, She's too old. Too short. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but-
0: Ava Mendes.
2: Yeah, yeah, I could kind of see that. Star of Ghost Rider. That.
0: Who's the chick that oh, yeah? The- the holy chick sh-
2: I, I got it. I know exactly who's, who would be perfect for it. Alexandra Daddario?
1: <laughs> I'm already in line.
2: <laughs> Dude, she would be perfect for it. Just have to tan her up a little bit.
1: She can sacrifice for her art. She yeah. can go to the tanning booth.
2: Yeah, She was in Baywatch. It should be That's nothing, right. nothing new to her
1: she had her star making turn in true detective season one
2: <laughs> episode four yeah we, we
1: know <laughs> let me get you the timestamp. hold on <laughs> uh so yeah so yeah I'm, I'm psyched
2: i'm psyched for a hunchback movie that is one of my favorite out of uh, that that little era of disney animated movies it's one of my favorite ones who's gonna play the hunchback chris evans there
0: there's the twist
1: what a twist
2: Alright, so then in uh, other sequel news, which means nothing to anyone, but it fucking teased, it, it tickles the hell out of me. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie is coming back for the next Mission Impossible movie, and they decided they're going to do two of them. Mission Impossible 7 and Mission Impossible 8 are going to be filmed back to back. First one coming out 2021, second one coming out 2022. This is amazing. I am so excited for this. I can't even contain myself. The last Mission Impossible movie is probably one of the best ones. And the fact that uh, they're going to do like a, them uh, uh, both like back-to-back knows that the story is going to be epic. Uh, I just hope Tom Cruise stays alive uh, to finish both of them. Because I know the stunts are going to be super insane if they're doing two of them. Uh, so I'm psyched about this. I'm pretty sure I know what your opinion is. But uh, I would like to hear it anyway. Joey, how do you feel about two more Mission Impossible's?
1: There's eight Mission Impossible movies? Yes. There will be. No, thanks. I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Aubrey, how about you?
0: I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Do not care.
2: Awesome. So uh, if anyone, uh, so Wizard fans out there, if you uh, enjoy The Last Mission Impossible as much as I did, uh, hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Let these guys know that uh, these movies are awesome. Um, let's see. So that's uh, that's it for like the news news. But then we had like a whole bunch of trailers that dropped. Uh, some of these trailers, I know you guys aren't really interested in as far as getting a sneak peek of what's coming up. But I def- definitely wanted to throw the titles out there and just get your reactions real quick. All right. So let's start with uh, the big news. Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman, is going to be doing the next Ghostbusters. And it's not a sequel to the movie that came out. Uh, a few years ago with the four female leads. This one is going to be Ghostbusters 3. This is the Ghostbusters that everyone wanted, that everyone's been waiting for, and the fact that Ivan Reitman's son is directing it is amazing, considering his last movie, Tully, was so good. It's so, so good. Uh, so, I am tickled pink over this news. Uh, I'm psyched for this. Aubrey, how do you feel about a Ghostbusters 3 coming that's in line with the other movies?
0: I am much more on board with that than I was the the new one, the revival of it. And I saw that Leslie Jones was really upset about it and said that it was a slap in the face, and I think she's got to get over it because the new one sucked.
2: Yeah, well, she has to say that. She's on that team. She's on Team 2016 Ghostbusters, or whatever year that was.
0: Team 2016 Ghostbusters sucked.
2: <laughs> All right, so, Joey, what about you? Dude? How do you feel about Ghostbusters 3 uh, officially um. coming
1: I'm cautiously excited. I thought the teaser was fantastic. Oh, really? Uh, I really liked it. Use the Ghostbusters music and is exactly what you wanted from a quick teaser. Even just the sound of the uh, the gun firing up mm-hmm. <laughs> with the date reveal. You're just like, yes. But I mean, I almost feel like Ghostbusters 2016 was the franchise shooting its load <laughs> for uh, lack of a better term in in terms of like oh hey guys Ghostbusters is back aren't you excited and like we already went through this once and it was terrible so, <laughs> like uh, I don't know I don't know if you is it, four years enough to get a mulligan on it and then like I, I guess we'll see oh
2: yeah well <laughs> yeah four years is enough and just ask Andrew Garfield
1: right <laughs> it's just uh I don't know. Like the first movie, we've talked about this before, especially when we were talking about the remake in 2016. The first movie is a fucking classic. Um, It's a masterpiece. The second movie with the entire same cast and creative team couldn't redo it. They couldn't capture that again. Obviously the one that came out recently was terrible. The cartoon was good. So it's, it's not like a franchise. It's not even really a franchise. Is it a franchise? I mean, like a good cartoon in one good movie. Like, is that really a franchise? And I'm, I'm a little nervous about some of the stuff they've announced. Like, uh, the main cast are going to be young kids, but yeah, you know, I guess that was to be expected with stranger things and it being big hits. And then there's rumors that they aren't even going to fight ghosts in it. They're going to fight a monster. Oh, really? Well, here's the thing. You can't release it in China if it's about ghosts.
2: What are you talking about? What about like all of their like juan movies and all of that shit? That's Japan oh all right, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense <laughs>
1: <sighs> sorry, uh, sorry for Mark being racist
2: <laughs> <laughs> My apologies to all of our listeners in Japan. <laughs>
1: Um but yeah I, I don't I think it's a cultural thing or or something where they don't allow movies with ghosts in them like that so you can't release it in Japan if there's a ghost but if they fight a monster you could probably change the title and bring it out over there not that I'm sure that why people that live in China who have zero nostalgic attachment to ghostbusters would want to suddenly watch a ghostbusters movie but okay um. So either they have to change things around a little bit, or the movie has to be super cheap because <laughs> you're missing out on box office from China. So I guess that's why we're gonna get little kids in it instead of like big name actors. So okay, but you know, again, it's it's kind of like if there's an alien movie coming out. Like, do I love the <laughs> do I love the alien franchise? <laughs> of course I do. Am I gonna get myself all worked up or angry about a new aliens movie sucking? No, because no. most of them sucked anyway. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aubrey, what did you think of that little teaser trailer? It's cool. <laughs> it was better than any of the marketing for the last reboot. So. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: I mean, Ghostbusters,
2: yes, you're right. It's not like a huge franchise, but it has the ingredients of Ghostbusters is really cool. And I want to see it done again. You know, they they had you're right. They tried with the second one. It didn't quite knock it out of the park, but a lot of people liked the second one. I enjoyed it when I saw it. I have no problems with it. It's been a while, but I have no problems with it. So yeah, I want to see someone take that menu of ingredients and play around with it some more. I think that'd be really cool. I mean, they're doing it with Men in Black. It's the same thing.
1: I don't know. I think if you don't have a time machine where you can get Prime Bill Murray to come and ad-lib half your script, I don't think you're really going to be able to pull it off. Gotcha. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So,
2: So then next was a... A little more footage of the upcoming Shazam movie, um, which is coming out pretty soon, actually. There's really starting to, to get this thing amped up. It's coming out at the beginning of April, I believe. Um, a little bit more footage of uh, the kid, a little bit more footage of the superpowers, a little bit more footage of the villain. Uh, so what did you think of the teaser? Without describing it too much, Aubrey.
0: It's cool. I think that this is probably going to be one of the better DC movies that they've put out. Um, I'm trying to be a little bit uh, hesitant because I was so excited about Aquaman. But <laughs> I do think that this goes in a different direction. So I'm excited to see with what they come out with, and I'm hopeful that they do it right.
2: Now, Joey, you're on media blackout for this one, right?
1: Right. I'm not watching any more trailers. <laughs> And that's just because I've already seen two, and I know I want to see it. Yeah. I actually want to see it quite a bit. Hashtag true captain. Hashtag real captain. <laughs> <laughs> that's my uh, my nod to uh, Louis from Angry Geeks, who's been trolling around trying to get people to argue with him about Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing, Louis. I'm not taking the bait. <laughs> but uh no i'm really excited about this movie uh, the kids are really ex- Colin's super excited about this movie the nice. kids are excited uh, we all want to go see it i just don't want to see any more footage I, I, i'm good i want there to be surprises mm-hmm. <laughs> in the movie for me and i, I don't need to see any more so but i did see when i saw glass i got to see the second trailer i guess on the big screen and it looks great so i'm all in ready to rock and roll this is could be the best DC movie yet. So
2: It could be. It has the, the potential to be.
1: and Not uh, a very high bar to clear. <laughs> exactly. But hopefully, uh, uh, Tamora Morrison looking like Clay won't show up in the movie. I do
2: like the, uh, the chemistry between the kid and, uh, and Zachary Levi. I think they have really good uh, comedic chemistry, so I'm looking forward to this movie. All right, so then the next one is another sequel. We knew this was coming. Uh, it's not a big surprise to anyone, but we finally got some actual moving footage of John Wick 3 Parabellum. My mouth was just like on the floor when I saw this trailer. It looks fucking amazing. <laughs> it looks like they just turned the knob up a little bit more from part two and that they're going full balls out for this one. Uh, I think it looks amazing. I love I love the the very last shot of him and the dogs fighting the bad guys together like that for some reason there's something very poetic about that that uh four second sequence that just just warmed my heart i fucking love it i can't wait for this movie it looks amazing and i'm so glad that they're really like promoting the hell out of it Uh, so what did you guys think of john wick three uh let's start let's start with you joy
1: oh my god i need this all over my face (laughs) and i need it right now the first one's amazing the second one's amazing this looks amazing i can't fucking wait he's riding a horse he's apparently walking up the same desert as aquaman Um, yeah right i've seen that i've seen people walk up that desert in like
2: two other trailers this week
1: it's fucking i don't know what's going on that one person that owns that one strip of desert (laughs) is really right right (laughs) freaking in the hollywood bucks but uh yeah no it looks great um you know, and, and it was cool because the second one left you off in a place where you know there's more movie it's it feels like a a natural progression for there to be a third movie. It's yeah. not like okay, well, the second one was popular. Let's try to think of some dumbass reason to have another movie mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not like another John Wick or john wick t o o or something <laughs> so that's good, but yeah, it's, oh, this looks great the action looks great they keep getting crazier and crazier with the action scenes ah, when the guy throws the knife at him and misses <laughs> he picks it up and throws, throws it at back. someone else like <laughs> oh my god or he just throws the gun at the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I could watch these movies forever so'm I'm, I'm super excited um, I know it makes me sound like a bad parent, but this is like the family event of the summer. Oh my me God. and the kids are like <laughs> frothing at the mouth to get to the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> so, They're
2: like, shoot him, John Wick, shoot him.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know if that makes me a bad parent, but you know Janine's like old enough, but Colin, I, I, and I watched the first two <laughs> on Blu-ray because, I don't know, he does karate. And I like to watch like action movies with yeah. him. And it's like, come on, kid, it's time for you to be manly and watch this movie with me. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm fucking pumped. It's hell. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of uh, John Wick 3?
0: I've never seen the first two. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they've been on the list of Aubrey for like ever now, and I still have yet to watch them. So maybe I'll do that this upcoming weekend, and uh, maybe I'll be more excited.
2: John Wick 1 and 2 are just like badass action movies, just straight up badass action movies. I think I think you'll like them. And Keanu's—he's a, he's a sweet dude. That's the, thats what makes it fun. He's like, yo, he's a—you know—he's kind of a surfer dude, kind of laid back, sweet dude. But uh, you put a gun in his hand, and you know, if
1: you're on the wrong side of it, you're—you're you're gonna get hit. Sawed his damn telling. Mark. You know what you say when Aubrey hasn't seen John Wick one and two?
0: You just made the list.
1: <laughs> I'm sure she already knows that. <laughs> it's understandable.
2: All right. Well, Aubrey, you have uh, four months to watch both movies before the new one comes out.
0: I can do this. Yes,
1: yes. I believe in you.
2: All right, so then last, the last big trailer that came out was after much goading on the internet, much teasing, we finally got our first official look at Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, This one shows what Peter's life is like As he's getting ready to go on a school trip, he's not going to be Spider-Man, he's just going to chill, hang out with his friends, do his thing, and he gets over there and wouldn't you know it, in typical Nick Fury fashion, he's sitting in a dark room waiting for him. And now Peter has to be Spider-Man over in Europe, fighting these big, gigantic, I don't know, like humanoid shaped giant creatures is hard to make out what it
1: was monster things.
2: Yeah, but they're, they're shaped like humans. This is weird, but it looks cool. It looks like it's a lot of fun. Tom Holland looks like he's having a blast and, uh, it looks like a very, very much a continuation of the first movie. And we actually get our first official look at Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. So what'd you guys think of the Spider-Man trailer? Let's start with you, Aubrey.
0: I thought it looked awesome. I'm super excited. You know, Mysterio didn't look as bad as I thought he would. Yeah. I thought he was going to look really stupid, and I'm not a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan. I mean, he's not as bad as Maggie, but... <laughs>
1: <Jeez>. <laughs> is, is anything as bad as Maggie? He doesn't look yeah. like Franklin the Turtle, so he yeah. has to step up. So, worse.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see it. I can't wait to see what they do. Um, it's, it's obvious to people that read the comics that Mysterio, you know, caused the monsters to come up um, just so he looks like a good guy. So I'm excited to see what else it brings. If it's just a Mysterio or if somehow they're going to bring somebody else into it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm I'm just excited. So we'll see how that goes.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, Joey, what about you do? What'd you think of that trailer?
1: Oh, come on, man. What do you think <laughs> I thought of that trailer? Like <laughs> it's all right. Um, no, it was. That's actually how I felt about it. <laughs> it, was, it was okay.
2: What'd you think of the official look of uh, Mysterio with the, uh, the bubble head?
1: Oh, I was excited that he has his fishbowl. that that, to me, is the most important thing in the movie, and right? <laughs> it's such a uh, I, I don't know what, what how you would describe it. But, like, you know, when Mark, when you and I were younger and Aubrey wasn't born yet, and they were making they would make like superhero movies or a superhero TV show, there's no way in hell you would ever dream of getting Mysterio with his fishbowl on his head,
2: right. There's no such thing as comic, accurate superheroes.
1: Yeah, you would get, like, a guy in a, a business suit or something. Right. <laughs> if you were lucky. But like you'd be, Take it. And that's it. You take it or you get nothing.
2: There's one scene where he walks in front of, like, a fishbowl.
1: And that's it. That's the closest you're right. going to get. Right. And now we're like, oh, okay, great. He's wearing his completely comic-accurate outfit while fighting what appears to be Hydro Man. Just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and you just shrug at it. <laughs> like, right. Oh, okay, that looked cool. Yeah, that's funny. Like, Jesus. Um, yeah, no, it looks like uh, exactly you so said. It was a like complete continuation of everything—the tone and everything—right from out of Homecoming*, which I loved. I had it in my top three MCU movies of all time at the time. So uh, let let's go. You know, I'm ready to go. Uh, it's it's starting to be—I uh, I would say it's almost Shazam level for me. I don't need to see any more trailers. Yeah.
2: Well, you only saw especially
1: because uh, Sony does all the marketing. So for um, the Spider-Man movies, obviously. Marvel Studios makes the movie and right. it's part of the MCU. But that's all they do. They then hand it off to Sony. Sony cuts all the trailers, Sony does all the posters, all the marketing. So that's why the homecoming trailers kind of like spoiled half the movie. <laughs> so, you know, whereas for Marvel, you know, Kevin Feige's like, you know, pretty much all the marketing for Avengers in game trailers, everything is going to be the first 15 minutes of the movie and that's right. it. <laughs> Yep. Whereas Sony's like, oh, this happens at the end. The fuck it. Put in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm good. I don't need to see any more Spider-Man trailers. I don't even want to look at a Spider-Man poster. <laughs> and now I'm just going to show up at the movie theater and watch it.
2: But did you see, did you guys see the poster by the way? It looks awesome.
1: Is- oh yeah. Yeah. They d- certainly have stepped up their game from homecoming. <laughs>
2: And you could have given a five year old a crayon and that would have been better than a a homecoming poster.
1: That's right. That's right.
2: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm psyched for it. I think it looks really good. And this time I'm going to, I might even take a page from you, Joey, and go on Media Blackout because everyone was so excited about the big twist that happened in the first Spider Man movie. And I had already seen it, it already leaked online. And I'm, you know, I don't look, I don't, I'm not on Reddit. I don't look
1: for shit like that. Mark doesn't go to the same websites I go to. No. So the the
2: fact that that like popped up and I read it and I'm like, oh, you know, it it was like it was like the the most nonchalant nothing little thing like how uh, there was rumors of what's her name being Batgirl and Batman v. Superman. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things that just it just appears and people are like, oh, yeah, maybe that's possible. Um, But the twist in Spider-Man Homecoming, I saw it. I read it as like, oh, yeah, you know, it's possible that this happens. So then when everyone is, like, freaking out over the big twist, I'm like, oh, damn, I fucked it up. I already knew about it. So I'm I'm going to be really – I'm going to pay really close attention this time and not, <laughs> not try to get all into it. If I see anything that even kind of looks like a spoiler, I'm just going to look away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want to go to the uh, Avengers Endgame, like, special fan event. Yeah. <laughs> that way I don't have to spend four days, like – <laughs> not looking at my phone, not looking at the internet, like not scrolling through YouTube, not scrolling through Facebook. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to the Anady Armas Reddit and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, any other news from you, Mark Ellis? No, no, that's all I got for this week. All right. Well, I did hear a quick breaking news rumor that uh new mutants is allegedly so bad that's borderline unreleasable. Yeah, uh, they don't want to put any more money in to reshoot any more of the movie, and uh, it might just get dumped on Hulu at some point later this year.
2: Yeah, that would make perfect sense. It doesn't have big stars in it, and they were already talking about shooting like thirty percent more of the movie. So if they haven't gotten it right at that point, fuck
1: it. Yeah, somebody said they uh, they had a, a they had the first cut of the movie, and it was boring. Yep. And then they said decided to make it a horror movie. So they're going to they reshot like half the movie. Yep. And now the movie doesn't make any sense and they don't know what they want to do with it.
2: Yeah, just throw it in Hulu. Put it as put it as like a special episode of Fox the Gifted.
1: They said it was it's so bad that they were going to change the title to not have the word mutant (laughs) in it so that it didn't negatively impact the X-Men movies. And I'm not fucking kidding. Holy shit, that's funny. They're going to call it Bird Box. <laughs> this is, is going to be bird called bird bird. Bird. The New. <laughs> oh, man. actually makes me want to see it more. Neither, right? <laughs> but, okay. So that's the news. Fantastic. Great. Um, now I guess we're going to review the movie Glass. Uh, we all had a chance to see it. So we'll do what we always do, and we'll kind of give some impressions, and then Mark will play a sound drop that will delineate spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, You'll know that's the time to uh, tune out or fast forward so we don't ruin the movie for you. But just to not spoil anything, why don't we give some impressions. Aubrey, what did you think of Glass?
0: It is forgettable.
1: Okay. Uh, Markellis. It was disappointing. Okay. Um, I could kind of sum it up a couple ways. The easy way is to say if you take the title and you erase the letters G and L from it. You have a pretty good summation of this movie. (laughs) Uh, The other was that, and I posted this on Facebook as I walked out of the theater. But you know, it last year for the best and worst of 2018, I I had a trouble coming up with my worst movie of the year because I hadn't seen anything that was like egregiously bad. So it wasn't like you know previous years where I'm like, okay, that's the worst movie of the year. (laughs) Right. And you have a front runner right away. Uh it only took eighteen days into two thousand nineteen <laughs> for me to find a movie that's probably gonna be the winner this year coming up. <laughs> so that's uh that's that, that was how I felt about glass. Uh, anything non-spoilery that you guys want to say, or should we just jump into spoilers?
2: Yeah, I say we just jump into it.
1: Yeah, let's go. Spoiler alert. I have seen the future and I had to prevent it. <sighs> Glass. <laughs> now, it
0: just j- hurts my brain.
1: Are we now? Have you seen Unbreakable?
0: I didn't see Unbreakable, but I saw Split.
1: Okay, okay. So you saw Split. Mark, obviously, you've seen both. Yes. Okay, and uh, I've seen both also. And Unbreakable's probably in my top twenty movies of all time. So.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I've been meaning to see Unbreakable. I just haven't gotten around to it obviously I'd have to go pay for it, and that's just not my bag. Right. But I watched Split. I saw Split in the theaters, so I had a good grasp of that storyline. Okay. Unbreakable looked like it'd be the best out of all of them.
1: Oh, it was. <laughs> yep. I, I don't even know where to start with this movie. Um, <sighs> uh, start, with, start with the things that you liked about it. Okay. So, all right. So, Mark Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> No, what I like about it, um, I would say it's probably the the setup for everything is good. I I liked. I was all in on the movie probably up until like the last twenty minutes of the movie. 15, oh really? Twenty minutes of the movie. Okay. I, I really felt it was very much. I mean, I there were things, you know, obviously that I thought were a little stupid, but I was willing to buy in, hoping that it was going somewhere. That would be rewarding. And it did have a some it wasn't, it was more of a sequel to Unbreakable than Split. It was definitely not split two. Um, it was paced a lot like Unbreakable, like slow paced, like a lot of talking. You know, it's not a freaking action movie or anything. Yep. <laughs> you know. Uh, so you know, I was hoping it was going somewhere. It was building, it seemed like it was building to something interesting happening. And I was looking forward to seeing what. Uh, Mr. Glass's plan was going to be and how it was all going to shake out.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, Aubrey, what about you? What did you like about it?
0: Um, it ended. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I like the psychological thriller aspect of it all. That's what hooks me. But then the rest of the movie, I was just angry because I was like, what the, what the fuck? That didn't satisfy what I wanted from this movie at all. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, that's what I, I like, that psychological thriller-type aspect to it. That's good. You know, Bruce Willis was really good. James McAvoy was just good. Samuel L. Jackson annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> I didn't think he did a good job at this role
1: at all. Uh, it's stuff you liked about the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I did, I liked some of the characters, not all. And I did like the... Genre of the
1: movie. I like uh, Anna Taylor Joy.
2: Yeah, she's kind of weird looking. No, oh,
1: she's hot. She's uh, kind of weird looking. She can get it <laughs> from the year 2017 on.
2: Gotcha, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really like. Like I, it, I've made no um bones about how I feel about M Night Shyamalan and his, and his talent when it comes to making movies. But I did like his earlier stuff and I did hear some things about this movie out that was like, you know, maybe not maybe not in the best light. So I I had like kind of low expectations going in and I'm watching a movie and about an hour into it. I'm like, what are people talking about? This is amazing. This is good. Like, I really, really, really like Bruce Willis's character and his son. I like the two of them together. I just I love that kid. Um, and it's and a lot of that is because of Unbreakable. I thought he was really good in Unbreakable. I was glad to see him come back and I was glad to see he was, uh, he's still able to carry the movie. Or not carry, but he's still able to make his presence known in a movie. I loved uh, McAvoy. I thought his performance was just, it blew me away. The way he went through different personalities was just amazing. I was like, holy shit, this guy is like really giving it like he's really committed to this role and he's really, you know, he's really like trying, he's really going for something. Uh, The direction was actually pretty good. And you can tell that pieces were put into place and that was, and something was going to happen. Like, I really like the way everything was set up. I love the, the directions that everything was going to even Samuel Jackson, who didn't really say much through like the first half of the movie. It's like you know he's gonna do something because you've seen you've, you've seen Unbreakable. You know he's up to something. So when that piece finally fell into place, I was like, "Holy shit! This movie's this movie's awesome. This is gonna be great." And then, right in, towards the middle of it, like the right after the second act, it just kind of stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly there's a lot of dialogue with Sarah Paulson's character who just annoyed the fuck out of me through the entire movie.
1: I didn't have a problem with her through the movie, but like, uh, I guess we'll go into what we didn't like. The end is so bad that retroactively makes all the rest of the movie and the other two movies terrible. (laughs)
0: I feel like she plays the same character in a lot of the movies she does recently because she got a lot of praise for it one time. And now (laughs) she's the same character every time afterwards. She's like, Oh, I'm finally recognized. Let me be the same soft spoken woman who ends up like twisting everything in the end. I I feel like that's her character in everything.
1: Like I get that, you know, so, you know, it's supposed to be superheroes set in a more realistic world. So, you know, she's a psychologist that's trying to explain away like what happened right. and what's going on with them, which is fine. Like that works. Um, but for her to be like to like for example, okay, they're all sitting in the room. This is one of those scenes that I was just like, what the fuck is this nonsense? They're sitting in the room and they're all chained up and Bruce she's like to Bruce Willis, "Oh, maybe you're really good at sleight of hand. Maybe you're like one of the best like 0.001% people in the world of uh, reading faces mm-hmm. like what's what? That's no <laughs> that's not true and why didn't why wouldn't he just go oh okay and then break out of the chains Be <laughs> like okay well if i can explain that bitch you know um and i also hated like, why is the movie called glass if if uh, mr glass is like in a catatonic state sitting in a wheelchair for like 75 percent of the movie
2: well because the first one was about bruce the second <laughs> one was about
1: mcavoy Third one's got to be about Sam. Well, I mean, it really wasn't about him because he really wasn't in the movie for like half of it. Yeah, so. that's what you call putting the cart before the horse. <laughs> like, yeah, I I, guess know the, so. I know
2: what the name of the movie is. Now I just have to write it. Oh, shit.
1: And then, <laughs> so, you know, the end of the movie, it's fine. Like, I, the part that, so there's so many twists at the end of the movie <laughs> that you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I appreciated the fact that the going to the tower was a like misdirection. Like that's fine. That, that made sense within the scope of the movie, especially yeah. cause it was a cheap movie. <laughs> right. But, like go. I understood that, you know, that's fine. That's not what I was upset about. I Actually thought that was kind of cool that he tricked them into, he was never going to go there. You know what I mean? Like that was fine. The part where, you know, splits dad was on the train. Mm-hmm. That was fine. Yep. Um, It really comes down to, you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Sarah Paulson actually works for a secret society right? (laughs) that kills superheroes. They (laughs) drowned Bruce Willis in a puddle. (laughs) What? (laughs) And then, look, I get that water was his weakness. I guess he had, I, I understand he had been fighting, you know, split and he was in the water tank. He's weak, blah, blah, blah. But it was just so anticlimactic and blah. And it's being done by characters you don't fucking care about or even understand what is happening, but not in a good way. Like that's like a whole nother movie. Like they just like introduce this fucking plot point, like seven minutes from the end of the movie. Like what? And then everybody dies the end. What? (laughs) I I was fucking furious. I couldn't believe this, that this happened. Like what the fuck? I, if they all killed each other, that would have been fine. Yeah. But not, it would be like, you're watching Return of the Jedi and, you know, the Emperor and Darth Vader and, and Luke are fighting and then randomly like Mon Mothma shows up and kills everybody. And, oh, by the <laughs> way, she was like, <laughs> like an evil, like bounty hunter. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what does have to do with anything? <laughs> I, I, was, I was pretty mad. I was say.
2: Yeah, well, you can tell that he was kind of setting up
1: like a larger... The sequel maybe um but there's not going to be any more movies this is the last one so there's nothing to set up well he, he did
2: <laughs> sam uh, glass said in some point in the movie that this was an origin story so it was the I, i'm gonna assume the main goal was to get the word out to everyone that superheroes do exist uh and maybe they're all supposed to like band together and take on this evil organization Maybe that was the goal. I I don't know. I did absolutely fucking hate the last shot of the movie with with uh, Anna, whatever, and uh, the kid and Glass's mom in the worst makeup I've ever seen in a mainstream movie. She looked awful, fucking (laughs) awful. But their whole thing was like, we're going to release the video out to the world so that everyone knows that superheroes do exist. And (laughs) this is who they were but not her
1: dead. Yeah. We're, Aubrey, lay it on us. What'd you hate?
0: Um, you know, I really liked Split, really did. I thought it was interesting. You know, some people are offended because they believe that it is a negative portrayal of the, that disorder. But very few people even have that disorder in the first place. But it, I I found Samuel L. Jackson's character to be one of the most annoying characters in this entire movie. Just him twitching. That was obnoxious. It looked stupid. It looked horrible. Sarah Paulson's character was annoying. She was mind-numbing. I'm, I almost feel like she was, she was good at playing a psychologist in a mental facility. Because I feel like that's how they are. It's just mind-numbing. I didn't like the final battle. I thought that that was super anticlimactic. I think it could have... The, the previews made it look so different, and then you finally see it, and you're like, wow, that, that was it? That was it? I liked how James McAvoy's character became kind of human again. But I don't understand the dynamic between those two. Like, I understand he let her go, but, you know, she shouldn't be in love with him, so to say.
2: Um, Yeah, I really wish I had rewatched Split before I saw this. I only had enough time to watch Unbreakable. Yeah. Which was, you know, the movie does does hold up. It does hold up. But I wish I had watched more of Split because they... When they started talking to each other, when her and B started talking to each other or Kevin, like there was something there and they never really said that, okay, this is based on something else.
1: I don't remember that being part of Split at all, but I've only seen Split once, but Mm -hmm. I remember her shooting him with a shotgun twice and escaping. I don't remember her like wanting to talk to him and hug him.
0: Yeah, I you know, if somebody tried to kill me, I wouldn't really be touching their face.
1: Hey man, Especially I when they're have,
0: unpredictable like he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care how many personalities I have to exhibit to hug Anna Taylor-Joy, but, you know.
0: <laughs> it just seemed so left field.
1: No, it um, was, it was a definitely a, a
2: direct connection to Split, but for some reason, that aspect, that part of the story didn't really stand out. Like him climbing a wall and being a beast. I remember that from Split. I don't remember her connection with Kevin that much. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I mean, there there was the the background being the same where she her uncle used to rape her and everything. Mm-hmm. I guess um, the Im-
1: implication is that because she talked to him in Split about it, she got her uncle arrested, and that's why she was in a foster home. Mm-hmm. But that's I don't know. Like it just seems.
0: She- Super mm. Yeah, you're mm. grasping at straws at this point. So yeah. I didn't. I didn't like the final battle at all. I didn't like that Bruce Willis's character died. I thought that that was horrible. And then Glass is saying this is an origin story. Like origin story of who? Of who? Because we don't see anybody exhibit any sort of powers at the end of the movie. People are just mm-hmm. watching the video. So who? Who's it an origin story of? Are we going to watch the next movie and it's going to be an origin story of those three in a psychiatric hospital because they're telling everybody superheroes are real? I don't understand. I it heard. just made me angry. The whole concept made me angry.
2: There's a, probably a deleted scene of a little kid like uh, sweeping up the floor, but he uses <laughs> the force to uh, grab the broom. <laughs> And then he walks outside and looks up at the sky. and He's like, "Yes, I will be a superhero too."
1: Yeah, he meets some dumpy Asian chick in a jumpsuit <laughs> at a casino.
0: She tells him that she loves him in point two seconds.
1: Um, <laughs> the the other thing that drove me insane, especially at in the last, the last fight, was like the worst about it was, um, you know, the three other characters. So his son, uh, yep. the girl from Split, and uh, and the mom. And the mom are just there. Yeah. And they're (laughs) just just standing there. And then they keep running in the middle of the battle and be like, well, no, because in comic books, this would happen. And then it happens.
0: (laughs) I don't understand why they went to the train station at the end of the movie to
1: watch this all unfold. Because there's a lot of people at the train station. But
0: there wasn't really that many people there.
1: (laughs) But, like, (laughs) I, I I get the concept where they're like, you know comic books are supposed to be real, but they're just telling, you know, based on legends and stories from back in the day, like that's fine, but they're making it seem like, like these tropes have to happen and that they're controlling like what's happening because of the tropes as opposed to just being like, Oh, okay, well it, people could be super strong. You know, somebody could be super smart. Somebody could have these multiple personalities that turn into a monster like that's the the idea from the legends of superheroes and comics I was taking, not Kevin like uh, Kevin, not uh, Bruce Wilson's son is gonna run out in front of the beast and be like, Well, in a comic book, you would fall off the truck <laughs> and then he'll fall off the truck. You know, like that's not that 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 wasn't the concept I was invested in, and all of a sudden that's where we were at. Like, what? So it was very, very frustrating. Like I, it, it, I, can't, I, I can't, I can't express to you in words how bad the end of this movie is right. to like ruin the rest of the movie. But here we are.
0: I feel like it was, it could have been okay, leading up to the end, had the end been so much better. But the end is what ruined the whole entire movie for me.
1: Right. Because like I said, you're building up, oh, what's, what's, you know, what's Mr. Glass's plan going to be, you know, is it going to be great? We're going to see what happens. And then what happens is stupid. So it just feels like I wasted two hours of my time watching the buildup for this stuff that's ass on ass. I will say the movie was shot really well, though. Yeah, I mean, it was a little murky for me. Yeah, but there were, there were some really nice like scenes and cuts and, oh, yeah. and framing and stuff. And, and he does great with that. And, and I mean, good on him. He self-financed this. He self-financed Split. He self-financed The Visit. I mean, his quote-unquote comeback is all Mm self-financed. And they made this for $20 bucks, so it's already profitable. So, I mean, good on him. Uh, His cameo was horrendous.
2: Oh, my God. I think he was playing the same guy he played. Yeah, he
1: was. Yeah, (laughs) he was the same character (laughs) from Unbreakable.
2: Hi, kids. Remember
1: me? I was in Unbreakable.
0: (laughs) I don't even remember him.
1: He was the Indian guy buying a camera, and Bruce Wells is like, "I'm going for a walk," and he's like, "Dude, let your dad go for a walk."
0: Yeah, oh. That was him.
1: And he's like, "Oh hey, remember me? I met you like 17 years ago <laughs> at a at a football stadium." Like that that does not happen. Sorry. Oh my god. So. All right. So, uh, it's
2: safe to say, do you think M Night will be making? Uh, where do you think he goes from here? Do you think he goes? Back to like really low budget indie type of horror movie, or do you think uh with the the loot that glasses make the profit that glasses make he's able to do something else bigger?
0: I don't think he cares. I think he's gonna do whatever he wants.
1: Mhm mm-hmm. all right, what about you, Joey? Well, I mean, like I said if he's he's able to self finance these movies and he keeps them cheap and he can do whatever he wants, pretty much you know someone will release it, Blumhouse will release it they'll throw the movie out there, yeah. You know he's paying for everything, so it's kind of hard to uh, to say he won't be back because he'll be back. And I just hope he gets a writer. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good filmmaker. He just needs help, and he doesn't seem like he wants to ask for help. And that's where the problem always lies. But by my own rules, I have to give him a free pass because you know, Sixth Sense was great. Unbreakable was great. Signs was great. Maybe like a fourth of the Village was good. (laughs) I liked the I liked the visit. I liked uh, Split, so you know. I mean, he's made I actually good really
0: liked the end of the village. Well, there I you go. That was super
2: fucked up.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he, he he has it in him to make good movies, but sometimes he just can't help himself and has to shart all over the screen.
2: Mm. Well, he did the last Airbender, and uh, that's unforgivable. Sorry, Mark David. will never forgive him for that. <laughs> never forgive him. And Joey, you are now in my world. You he you've seen him take a movie with characters that you've known for years that you love loved for years, and just completely fucked the whole thing up.
1: I just don't understand what that ending was. I don't get it. Like, why couldn't there have been hints throughout the movie that she was part of some secret society? Like, like wh- why? <laughs> <laughs> like, as bad as the ending was, like, if it was at least earned, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it's just, it reminded me of uh, Planet of the Apes, the musical from The Simpsons. Nope. Where they're just like standing there, and then he's like, the uh, Statue of Liberty disappears, and he's like, "I was wrong. It was Earth all <laughs> along. Like it just like came out of nowhere. Like what? What?" <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty bad. So, but would you guys are you guys going to go see another movie from him if he makes another movie? The trailer comes out. Seems like a cool concept. Would you go see the movie, Aubrey?
0: Probably not.
1: Do I even need to ask? No, you don't even have to ask. Uh, Fuck that guy. I, I know. I give him a chance if it it looks like a cool concept. I think he's a good idea guy. I got to be quite honest with you. So
2: maybe he'll do. Uh, maybe the next one will be like the Seventh Sense with a uh, Haley Joel Osment.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be about <laughs> Ghost trying to figure out why he looks so puffy. <laughs> Donnie Osmond is still naked. Donnie Osmond? Donny Osmond is naked. And no, it's Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg is still naked and hanging out in his bedroom. He won't leave. <laughs> He's just like, this is really awkward, dude.
2: <laughs> like, I say Haley Joe Osmond for Ghostbusters 3. That's what I
1: want. That's right. I there see dead know. people, zap him. <laughs> All right, let's get a score out of five. Aubrey, what do you got?
0: Uh, two. Okay.
1: Two out of five from Aubrey. What about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, let's see. I actually
2: gave this movie a two and a half because I did like, like there's certain shots that he does in like the first hour of the movie, which was really cool. And I love Glass's like realization that he's the bad guy. Like I like seeing his mind work, but yeah, the third act is what completely destroys this entire movie. But everything up until that, I was down with it. So yeah, two and a half. Uh, I give this
1: a zero point five out <laughs> of five. You, ain't you really... Really... it
2: gets a negative number?
1: No, it's a zero point five. Oh, okay, 5. all right. Um, you will believe an ending can ruin a movie. <laughs> like it's the Mark's not joking. The like third act slash like end of this movie is that bad that it ruins the entire movie. Um, I would say if you do go to see it and you're a fan of like unbreakable and you're like, I want to go see this, watch it until the beast walks out of the front of the asylum and then get up and leave and sit in your car and imagine something cool happened. <laughs> and whatever you come up with will be better than anything that happens in the rest of the movie. So
2: no, it'd be All a, right. it'd be a cool way if I could like, if you could like hack into like the movie theaters, like films and just put like the third act of uh John wick
1: <laughs> II anything, anything i take the fucking land before time ending before this. It's like
2: Hunchback of Notre
1: Dame shows up out of nowhere. Sanctuary. <laughs> that was me running out of the theater after I saw the end of this movie. <laughs> Screaming for sanctuary. Um, great. So glass, it, it sucks. <laughs> but, you know, if you liked it or you want to give us your opinion, feel free to hit us up on social media. That's going to do it for this week. Let's see what we got for recommendations. Aubrey, what do you have for the listeners out there?
0: Uh, everybody go buy Super Smash. Came up probably about over a month ago, probably about two months ago, but still been playing it like crazy. So go buy it.
1: And you'll give out your friend code?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If people right, want course. to be my friend, then can be my friend.
1: Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. You can get Aubrey's friend code and uh,
0: yeah, but-
1: Fighter and Smash Brothers. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, what about you, Mark Ellis? Uh,
2: I want to recommend everyone check out season two of The Punisher. It's uh, streaming now on Netflix. Uh, I've only gotten a little bit into it, but so far I thought it was going to suck, but I see a little bit more Punisher just even at the beginning of the show. So I'm hoping there's going to be a lot more of that. I'm already like hooked into it. So uh, yeah, if you are down with the Marvel shows, check out Punisher season two on Netflix.
1: Awesome. Well, I will recommend everyone goes to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, and so much more. sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about anywhere you find podcasts under the sun. We'll be there, and you won't miss out on an episode. Of course, you can check out our new YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and search sowizardpodcast. Right now we're getting a new video every week of exclusive content on YouTube and more to come as I finally sit down and teach myself how to make videos. And <laughs> we also have our Patreon, patreon.com backslash sowizardpodcast. where where for monetarily pledging support to the show. We get an extra episode of the podcast every month. This past month was our exclusive review of Bumblebee uh, coming next month. We got a double rewards month with the episode of love advice as well for Valentine's Day, as well as a deep dive on the Oscar nominations from Mark Ellis and some of our more snooty movie friends. <laughs> Finally, I will not be a part of that, but I will make my picks my way and add them to your pool. So.
2: And you'll probably be right, too.
1: Yeah, 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 probably. So uh, what I'm going to recommend is if you have a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox 360, or it might be on PC too, you jump on and download the one-shot demo for Resident Evil 2 Remake. It is so good. It is so, so good. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 2 Remade, basically like if they took uh, Resident Evil 4 and smushed it together at Resident Evil 2 with absolutely top-notch graphics uh they've added stuff moved stuff around changed stuff too so there's different characters and things it's awesome it's gross there's the gore is out of control and it's terrifying (laughs) it's so good it's so good um the only thing that stinks is it's a quote-unquote one shot demo so basically when you download it and start playing the game like not when you're on the loading screen but from the second you start walking you have 30 minutes to play the demo once the 30 minutes are done, it locks and you're done. Go by the game. <laughs> nice. So you could complete it and then walk around the police station and check stuff out. Or you can take your time and not get to the end like I did because I was taking my time and looking at everything and exploring. And it's great. It is so, so good. So if you like Resident Evil and like me, Resident Evil 2 is your favorite. And you liked Resident Evil 4, which you should because it's one of the best games of all time. This is for you. Is there any Mila Jojovich in it? No, it has nothing to do with that crap. The fuck? I'm out. Of, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. She'll be back in Hellboy. Yay. Yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for episode 233 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
0: So long, citizens.
1: And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus reagans
2: Everybody have a good week in uh Wakanda Forever.
1: All right. So remember my friends, future events such as these may affect you in the future. We'll see you next week. Good journey. Right past, cause she put them on the grass. He's kinky, weenie and dinky Gun crush rock on his pinky. He gets paid to stay late My copycats fade evade. The unpaid, who says played. Girls, when I'm on the freeway, catch up and then give me leeway. And then drop them things on the dash. This Porsche is quick, so don't try to run fast. At speed, I gotta need. You're all clear, kid. Now let's
2: blow this thing go.